0: highly successful trial attorney and publisher of a major denver area newspaper they've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years providing thought provoking information opinion and entertainment live local and interactive everyone's voice is always welcome on the chuck and julie show Happy presidents every, every Presidents Day, everybody. Chuck Bonnell, Julie Hayden, the Chuck and Julie Show, two straight up brought to you by
1: America Citizen Press.com and Denverson Agendics and Dr. Julie McCallan. Um, well, we're gonna, was... well, let me just real quick. We'll talk about President Say in a second. Chuck's going to give you he's really good at his analysis of how we rank presidents and all. Um, NBC had a, had a very bad Olympics and the president launched his former President Trump launched his true social network. Let her talk about today. But this breaking news. Uh, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da.
0: Well, the uh, Putin has announced that uh, he is going to recognize the two republics in the Donbass region and also send peacekeeping troops there. Um, which some say is a prelude to the invasion. Others say it's a prelude to sending peacekeeping troops, which are Russian (laughs) troops, uh, into the Donbass region. Um, As as a practical matter, um, near the start of World War II, there was a period called the Phony War, the Germans called Skitzkrieg. Um, And it was an eight-month period in which nothing happened. Uh, The uh, Germans and the Russians had taken Poland and everybody just sat there and waiting for what was going to happen next. Well, eight months later, um, the Germans did (laughs) stop the phone war and uh, invade France and quickly took it over. So who knows? But this has that feeling of the endless uh, PR campaign by both sides. Biden just happy to get away from COVID and inflation and energy prices and everything else. And he could he could uh, actually spend a weekend at the White House, which is unusual, unusual for him. Yeah. And so it's, uh, who knows? Kamala didn't seem to
1: help me. Well, there's. I mean, that's, let's talk about, because we wanted to talk a lot about sort of the background of this, because we haven't really delved into this yet. And I think it's like, okay, now it's time. Um, the background of this, um, what the U.S. options really are, because I also think there was a bit, as we've talked previously, a bit of a wag the dog thing going on here, where Biden wants to distract it. He's making things. Sound like it's going to be way worse than they are, um, although maybe not. And but in the uh, and the bottom line is, what is our options? So let's go back to so these recognizing these two regions, right? Publix, right? This it's that's let's kind of talk about that a little bit. I mean, basically that's been going on since 2014, right? I mean, well, in 2014 so that's really the Russians new. did
0: invade as the. President of the Ukraine said, and they took over the Crimea, uh, incorporated into the Soviet Union, and they also used kind of unsignified uh, troops, um, and they took the majority of the Donbass region, not all of it. And there's been kind of an ongoing scattered gun one. Some say as many as 14,000 people died during all that, which is. Kind of a uh, war. does that
1: mean like in general or is it like a covid did yes, they all die it's from a, it's, it's a, COVID calendar, a kind right? of covid county where there people died, who were shelled yeah, or yeah, oh, yeah. We okay
0: um but at any rate and it's just been kind of sitting there as a semi-dormant every once in a while a fire two shots here and there um and now because he's recognized him as independent Republics, he can send troops at their request, and then they they requested, they
1: can, which they immediately requested. Well, yeah. And I think the big question is: Can uh, a p- peacekeeping troop seems sort of like a misnomer. It's sort of a, a I don't know. Um, yeah, it's kind of a. Can be oh, whatever okay. you want. It's it's interesting in like how far are these peacekeeping troops going to go? Are they just going to go and protect the people? Are they going to just be there as? Well, a the show people of force? have all
0: been moved out, so don't well, yeah. about that. But
1: I think, and I think, a couple of things on this. I think, one hand, Joe Biden's completely inept. Um, foreign policy, I think, has contributed to this. I don't think it's a mis- it's an accident or a coincidence that this didn't happen under President Trump. That it happened un- under Joe Biden.
0: Well, we should have. I'm sorry, I didn't get that. one. I should have thought about it, where they asked Tony Blanken, why didn't they do this during? uh trump's administration well you'd have to ask putin uh, well, i'm asking <laughs> you I don't, know. Oh,
1: I don't know i don't know anything and then another thing is too and i think it, it has failed foreign policy foreign policy has failed energy policies and this is general ineptness look at what happened in in afghanistan uh, i mean the president hasn't hasn't in his white house administration haven't handled anything well and well the think- trouble
0: about it is they've lost any and all credibility when the afghan it oh, yeah. was called the shining moment of Dunkirk in the American foreign policy. Everyone, No, no one. <laughs> we saw the people flying off the planes. I mean,
1: and I think so. I think if you're Putin, you've been kind of watching this and I want you to talk about we were talking earlier and you were talking about this is kind of a Putin's uh, process. He does these things incrementally. But I think he's been kind of saying stuff. And watching the Western response and the Western response has been, and we're going to get into this in a second, but the Western response has been, we're going to issue and the U.S. response. We're going to issue sanctions. Well, that's meaningless or all but meaningless. And yeah. Putin knows that. So he's not freaking out about that. So I think now he's scooched a little further. And to me, it seems like.
0: I wish we could just have a decent war going. I mean, rather oh, than this no. endless, <laughs>
1: well, I mean, if, if you're Biden, <laughs> when you immediately say no matter what happens, no matter. So on the one hand, you've got the Biden administration saying this is going to be World War Three. Um, it's going to be what it, um Sullivan was saying. It's going to be extremely violent. But under no circumstances ever, ever, ever are we going to send in American troops? Well, that kind of, you know, if you're Putin, it's like, OK, well, that affects my strategy. It'd be like you're saying under no circumstances are we going to put the Defense on the field, right? It's like, okay, well, that makes things a little bit clearer in terms of how our game plan. So I think that was stupid. Um, And I think a lot of this is what's going on here, I think, is, and we'll see, because I think Putin's actions today. to me, it seems to change things a little bit. I think Biden was hoping nothing would happen. They could stall until the State of the Union address. He would declare victory. And I mean, I'm sincere about this, get nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. Well, Obama and everybody got it. would love <laughs> I, well, He was only in office two days and he didn't do anything yeah, right. Yeah. Um What has Steve, this is from Stephen. What has Biden done that even remotely resembles the right thing? Let's go, Brandon. (laughs) Obama said, never underestimate Joe's ability to F things up. That's the one time I agree with him. Sandra says, we need to protect this country and close the southern border. And that's why Trump is so good. And I don't know, did somebody pop up on Zoom? If you want to talk, just go ahead and talk. I can't tell sometimes always if there's audio on or not. Um, But I think that. That that this is Putin pushing it a little bit further. So why don't you talk about his incrementalism? Well,
0: Incremental- he he did it in Georgia, where he took a couple breakaway republics. He did in Moldavia. I mean, he just seems to take small steps, and and you know whether he'll take a big step, all a Hitler or something, it's impossible to tell. But he doesn't seem to like to take big bold steps. Um, and so you'd think if he is consistent with his prior ones, mm. he will just simply be happy with. Slightly expanding. Now he's incorporated the Dumbass region into the US uh, the Russia or sort of kinda. I mean, well, it's only four think- percent of Ukraine, about the size of New Jersey, so not exactly a huge territorial gain. I mean, more important, twenty fourteen when he took Crimea. But Sevastopol, I mean, that had a lot more. But that's
1: about what happened. One. So he says, OK, I'm going to send peacekeeping troops in and I recognize them as a sort of they, they've declared their independence. And I'm recognizing that basically mm-hmm. is what he said. Yeah. So if you're Ukraine, are you actually in any kind of position to do anything about that on your own? No. Okay, so yeah. all Ukraine can really do is say, excuse us, NATO, and NA- I mean, all the Western, we're, we're busy, we're busy. You know, it's like, hello, this is Zelensky. Oh, mm-hmm. can you tell him? Oh, I'm getting my hair done. I mean, you know, it's if you're Ukraine, so this is...
0: Well, Ukraine is screaming about it. This is oh, they are
1: screaming about it, but there isn't anything they can do. Well, it's a
0: feckless West uh, led by by Biden. The, Biden. I mean, God knows what they're doing. And they don't know. I mean, Kamala Harris made a total fool of herself, as usual. Um and- when
1: she's talking about the potential for World War 3 I'm sorry, interrupted you, but she goes, Look, her, her quote was something like look, she literally said, Look, guys, listen. And I, look, guys, listen. Can you see who send it to, to Putin? Mm-hmm. Look, look, guy, look, dude, listen. It's like sh- oh. I, I mean, just completely incompetent. So Putin then basically has now he's gonna send peacekeeping troops in. Yeah. What does I'm I'm assuming he's meaning to protect? the separatists in their wish to be separate and from 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 the the,
0: uh, vicious Ukrainians
1: for the vicious Ukrainians who aren't really doing anything about it. Right.
0: Well, they can't do anything about it. I mean, mean, do they have uh, any
1: kind of military forces? Yes. Yes. Well, they they have
0: forces on that border. I mean, they've been firing at each other, but, um neither side has had enough to to push the other off uh with russia if they wanted to they clearly could What's take it? the rest of the Donbass region which i don't know is what two miles or something or 50 miles or something i mean it doesn't really make a lot of sense it seems to be a lot of brouhaha about nothing um well not nothing that's not Come fair on. but about but uh about something that already exists and and Every time he tells us it's going to be Wednesday again, you go, oh, no. So well, is and I mean, a, this, is,
1: this seems to me like, and I, we've talked about this before, when they talk about invade, I think the key thing is, what is the definition of invasion? Now, this, to me, I think could be interpreted as an invasion. If you're Russia and you send peacekeeping troops in, now the question is, is he going to? or no, he's going to. Um, and you send the peacekeeping troops in, and then now you turn around to the Kamala Harris and Joe Biden and Blinken and say, what are you guys going to do about it? And they're going to say nothing. Nothing. Right. And so if you're Putin, then why not say so? I think I'm going to send these guys want to be separate, too. So I'm going to send my peacekeeping troops over there. I mean,
0: I can send peace in the Kiev when I mean, yeah.
1: when when the, the Biden administration is just so feckless was the word people have been using when they say it's going to be World War Three. Well, it's not World War Three. It, it's kind of like Afghanistan. Right. It's like from what I can tell. And correct me if I'm wrong here. And hey, want to let people know, call in eight, 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 six, two, seven, six, zero, zero, eight. Or if you're on Zoom, go ahead and raise your hand or open your mic or comment in there too. But it seems to me it's almost exactly like Afghanistan where we say, okay, okay, don't you dare, Taliban. Don't you dare take over Afghanistan. They're our friends and we're their their, um, ally here.
0: And don't go to Kabul. And
1: don't, whatever you do, don't go to Kabul. And then they go to Kabul and they take it over and we say, oh, well, see you later. I mean, we just
0: released 68,000 of the people we brought in from our military bases to help us out with our well, ma- but daily I mean, tasks.
1: how can it be World War Three? Because no one is even fighting. Are they just trying to make it sound like Russia's going to go in there and start like shooting people for no reason? Or well, no, I mean, shoot
0: people for reason, which would be to take the Ukraine back. Which they but consider. no one's trying
1: to stop them. It doesn't seem like
0: to Well, me. Ukrainians said they would, but I have a feeling, you know, if, if it actually got to be a, a firing war, they. It wouldn't last very long.
1: That's right. Oh, here we go from Jacob. This is true. Jacob, I forgot about this. Obama gave the Ukraine blankets. Maybe they could get those. A Mm winter is coming. Well, winter's here, basically. Some helmets too.
0: Um, Like a blankets, helmets, all set.
1: So, from Stephen, what vital national American interests are at stake in Ukraine? They're not part of NATO. So, what should be our role? And from Leo, Stephen, you're right. They make blue states so. I could say this shitty that the liberals with money move them to red state satellites to Texas so they can mess those up, too. Well, I think that I think, though, I and but again, it's all a,
0: a greater grand strategy. So so Biden comes in and brilliantly uh, closes down the Keystone Pipeline, right. which, Here's which, we're getting into which really hurts energy production in Canada and, you know, and see he's, he's
1: ceasing drilling and, and exploration and everything else. Right.
0: Um, then he then he takes away the sanctions for the Nord Stream two, which is running from Russia through the Baltic into Germany, um, which the which the Germans greatly need because of the green policies. They're totally screwed, yeah. um, and so now we've got it. So we're now an energy dependent country, including yet ten percent of our. Imports from Actually Russia. Actually from Russia. From Russia. And and so the price of oil, the OPEC helped by saying, no, nah, we're not going to raise production. Screw that. We'll just get higher prices. And we're skirting just under 100 dollars So maybe we can get to <laughs> 110, 120. Who knows? Well,
1: it, it seems to me that okay, so let's talk about then what are what are the US options. Um and None, as from what I can tell. Um, it seems to me that, okay, as you said, i and I, I'm going to quote Alex Berenson, the guy who's done all the stuff. He's on Substack on the. COVID stuff. But he said, basically, the world is allowing an autistic teenage girl to determine global energy policies, which is true. Mm-hmm. So the West and the U.S. have totally screwed ourselves. We went from being energy independent to now energy dependent. Europe, and like, always, was,
0: but yeah. Europe
1: always was. It's even worse now. So let's see, what kind of sanctions are we going to impose on, on Russia? Are we going to um, stop getting oil from them? And, or, or is Europe going to do that too? No. Because even if the United States, we still have some, but if the global energy oil prices go up even higher, I mean, now you're starting to look at six, $7 a gallon for gasoline, that would destroy the American economy. So that's wrong. I mean, so Putin's got us over the barrel, like the oil barrel, literally on that front, right? From what I understand, so we could put in banking sanctions, some of which are already there, but two things there. One is, that again, it's a global economy. So if we start messing around too much. Well, we with won't, inter- uh, global- well the banks
0: won't lend money to, to Russia and Russia's right. just made a coal deal with China no. for 100 million tons over the next 10 years, which is, you know, talk about a nice carbon footprint. And we're terrified of, of uh, you know, we, we can get our artistic teenager to tell us what to do next, the next cold nuclear winter. Uh, I mean, it's just great. We've we've done a superb job here. You know, I want to play a couple
1: of sounds out for you because that's and again, and looking at it, it's like you know, today, Blinken said the U.S. response. It wasn't really clear a response to what, but was going to be swift and sure. Ooh. It's going to be swift and sure. It's like, can we do anything? No. Okay. <laughs> so now we're all going to go home. Everybody, come on back from Ukraine. We're going to move on to other stuff. But I want to play a couple of sound bites. Um, Congresswoman Claudia Tunney um, from New York, Republican of the House Foreign Affairs Committee, was on Newsmax today. And they were talking about that. And they were saying to her, well, what, what's about, what about banking sanctions? Are those going to be effective? Thomas, if we could please play the banking sa- sanctions sound bite. Oh, they catch my surprise.
2: There we go. Still banking sanctions you know probably aren't that effective against Putin right now because the European
1: allies are so dependent on Putin for energy and and' its natural gas and and the pipeline he's already now got a green light on thanks to Joe biden right and uh, and they're desperate. So a uh, great interview before with with the prior guest, Cash Patel on some of the problems we have. strategically, we're not in a great position. And uh, as you say, you can see that uh, even Emmanuel Macron is not going to be able to get a meeting together. Putin, this is just stalling. Yeah. So that was a deal where Macron theoretically, rather than, I don't know why Biden couldn't call up Putin himself and say, hey, can we have a meeting? So Macron was going to call him up and have a meeting. And Biden was like, I'm doing my hair. I mean, that that didn't work out. Well, and so then the other thing is, well, and she goes on to point out, and we'll play that soundbite here in a second. She goes on to point out that all of this is the West's. Own fault, right? We we're not strategically in a great position because we've essentially destroyed our strategic position with our stupid energy policies that make just you know Greta what's her name Thunberg happy and a bunch of Hollywood elites who then fly around. I mean you know Jeff Bezos, right? He's got the world's largest yacht. They have to take a bridge apart to get it out there. But boy, he's concerned about carbon footprints. I, I mean, I just that would probably I'd be by wind energy. Yeah, yeah, wind energy. If we could please play the feckless. Biden soundbite.
0: We've lost our energy independence. We've lost our
1: strength. And uh, that's why we're in such a terrible position now with a very feckless, weak president
2: and administration that just sits there and says, oh, let's try to uh, have diplomacy. You may-
1: she was saying, let's try to have diplomacy. Again, diplomacy only works, I think, if you're operating from a position of strength, right? And when you have well, Nothing. you
0: don't get much when you're operating <laughs> in front of this position.
1: <laughs> well, we saw all the diplomacy. So, what has also Biden, who's been over there? Kamala Harris, Thank right? God. Um, Nancy Pelosi, Yes. Chuck Schumer. They've all been Except over there, Norman. and what happened? Adam Schiff. Adam Don't Schiff. forget
0: Adam uh, he Schiff. Was over there too. Maxine Waters, and- our brilliant <laughs> strategist from California. And so we've got an A team going. And a-, a team. And the A
1: team. And so what did Putin do? He says, "You know what? I'm going to recognize those independent territories, and then for more fun, I'm going to go ahead and send in peacekeeping troops." <laughs> and what are you guys going to do about it? And they're like, "More oh, nothing." I mean,
0: what do you it- think? It- uh, Boris Johnson said this is a dark sign. A dark, dark sign.
1: Well, what? Sign. Do you- I mean, to me, again. Just as a sort of a lay personality, very this,
0: ill omen, a dark sign, it it's certainly me, yet another indication that things are moving in the wrong direction in their grand. <laughs> Brilliant, it seems Boris. to
1: me that Putin is winning so far. I mean, if you are handicapping this, right? If you're handicapping, well, I'm not this- sure anybody
0: has won or lost, except we've been bored by, by this endless BS for now, for now a month, isn't it? I mean, I don't know how long this thing's been going on. So, this skitskrieg is going to going on a month, maybe another seven months of this skitskrieg, but. Um, It's it's amazing. It's 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 amazing to watch the Biden team in action.
1: Well, and this is from Charlene. Biden's war dog has not been fully developed, a.k.a. war support in order for the tail to wag. Exactly, Charlene. And then Steve is talking about the debt mess or in 30 trillion and climbing. Wars don't pay for themselves. Steve says, sell Ukraine all the arms they want, but demand cash on the barrelhead. They don't have any cash because it's all going to Hunter Biden. Um, it's and, true.
0: It's the cash they have is the cash we give them. Yeah. So, you know, and they siphon a lot of that off. So, you know. Well, uh, I mean, it's sort of a it's, money laundering. It's wandering. cheaper we just them. to give it to them.
1: We, well, let's give it to Hunter Biden. Just skip it right on the, yeah, brain all the just, some art. They need some artwork. They just get some artwork. I don't hold those
0: Ruski's back.
1: From Stephen, um, Putin is light years smarter than Biden. And that was before Biden's two brain aneurysms and dementia. <laughs> and then Leo says it's the R team, not the A team, the retards. <laughs> well, yeah. And I think. So now. I or the A team. I think this is, and again, I'm not the, I'm sort of the lay person here, but it seems to me that the United States has been jumping up and down, threatening Putin with diplomacy and sanctions, telling everybody that there's going to be mass war, mass war, mass war, and we will not stand for it. And so Putin has responded by essentially taking, like doing what the Taliban did, sort of just taking over the, the you know, the, the well, they didn't take him over, but he recognized their independence and it's now they sending, took him
0: over back in 2014.
1: So. Right. And, and so, and now is sending in Make peacekeeping troops. Right. And so the West response is going to do what so far the diplomacy hasn't worked. I'd say
0: some Beatles music.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, more blankets to the, mm-hmm. well, yeah. I mean, just send blankets to Ukraine and say, sorry, guys, yeah. you know, uh, hopefully. Russia warm won't, you get killed. Yeah. Hopefully Russia won't. Well, I mean, I mean if you're Russia at this point do you have to fire a shot not so far i mean it's again it's kind of like the taliban right you just kind of take it over and then you take over the airport and the united states is like whoa um i mean at least but I-
0: be prepared to leave if, if they invade <laughs> so
1: i mean and so i'm kind of thinking no let's talk about the let's send
0: hunter, hunter back in he'll, he'll well yeah he can
1: negotiate it so what what happens next? So I don't think you, if you're Putin, Who knows? he's probably not going to take the peacekeeping troops out. The West isn't going to do anything about that. No, Ukraine no. isn't in a position to do anything about that. Um, we could send a bunch of arms to Ukraine, but that'd be kind of like
0: the only hope we well, have. Well, it's going to be. When, when is the Academy Awards occur? Yeah, well, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. we well, but I mean I'm going to go
1: back to my Afghan analogy, though. So that's just say you're the Ukrainian military, right? And Russia, the West has made it clear, we are not helping you. You're on your own here, but here's a gun. Yeah. And now there's a Russian army over there. If you're a Ukrainian military guy, what do you do? Uh, I'm like,
0: you're preparing the same thing the Americans are, which is how to get the hell out of Dodge. Exactly. Once it it's firing. once
1: again, it's just like Afghanistan, right? We were stunned that the Afghan military didn't stand up to the Taliban. Yeah. It's like, yeah. well, hello. <laughs> hello. And I got a feeling there too, right? I mean, yeah. Putin, it doesn't have to be World War Three. It's just the West is useless. And so my and so I don't think Mo well, Biden may get his Nobel Peace Prize. But the other thing that's <laughs> Why concerning not? is Why not? that that it appears when he
0: gets at the one for economics. That's pretty How many
1: gets that? But when when it, it appears that China and Russia are now uniting. Right. Yeah. I yes. mean, so that's helpful. That's helpful to that's the good United good. States policies. That's so good. that'll that it's a good thing. We were so nice to them about the Olympics and genocide and all. Huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah
0: <laughs> You'd know. think
1: that China could intervene to say, hey, come on, Russia, don't take over Ukraine. No, but they're, they're not they're
0: even... going to What about Taiwan? Well, yeah, they're looking and, at yeah. Korea,
1: you know, <laughs> not Korea.
0: They're, they're more into Taiwan. They don't they don't love those Koreans so much.
1: Um. Let's see. This is again from Charlotte. Yeah. This is Leo. If you don't stop this, lad, I'm going to send you a nasty sticky note. Exactly. Um, uh and from Stephen, until germany says we're not going to buy gas from russia i'm not sure i should care about what happens in ukraine which leads into leo's why do we care about ukraine um uh, maybe joe or ukraine can ask the taliban for some of the 85 billion in gear that's true let the russia maybe ukraine could go down and get all of american gear there so if Bring you're biden up. it seems like the wag the dog thing has backfired i think if you're it'll be not interesting
0: yet. to see not you don't yet. think not yet not yet we'll just you know it's it's in the middle we're somewhere in the whatever quarter it is um but maybe it, we should it, send
1: kamala back
0: send kamala back i don't know if if it ends up just this just the the Dumbos region goes becomes part of the soviet union or russia um then i don't know does he win lose he he stopped a bigger war um, yes
1: i think and i think that there is something to be said for that i think That they will let Putin, I believe, do pretty much whatever he wants, and then in the state of the, well, they can't (laughs) let perhaps is not the the correct word, right? There's nothing they can do, and I think they're just going to simply Biden in the State of the Union address next week, right? He's going to say, "Hooray! It was our tough stance, our our threat of swift and sure response that prevented." World War Three. I mean, I think that's why they've been hyping it so much, because they know there isn't anything we can do. They know Putin holds all the cards. They know he's going to do whatever he wants, no matter what they say. So if they just make it sound like it's going to be so much worse, because he probably never was intending to nuke Ukraine. Right. If you're the
2: Putin and if you're the Biden
1: administration. Well, but that's what they've been hinting, you know, not nuke, but I mean, destroy World War Three, worse than World War Three. Right. Is what they were saying. Anything short of worse than World War Three, I think the Biden administration is going to try to take credit for. Well,
0: I know they take credit for everything else. They take credit for the high energy prices, which which helps the green agenda because we're all broke and can't travel. I mean, it's just it's just a brilliant plan by a brilliant man. Um, that is helping all of us.
1: I think We're his here. other problem though is the fact that, like our you know, our listeners are kind of pointing out no one actually really cares. No, right? No one cares. Well, you got people
0: on Fox who care, you know. They're, they're, you got General Keene and he's pushing it. Jennifer Griffin, she's big pushing it. You know, what are they gonna do? Well,
1: she's a military correspondent. Well, I know she, she wants she, a war, so she, she, she could go over there.
0: Well, and, well, she's already been um, Stockholm Syndrome as a Pentagon correspondent. I mean, wherever they tell her, she she does. Um, you know, she's not the Fox uh, correspondent to the Pentagon. She's the Pentagon's correspondent to Fox.
1: Well, and this, you know, um, Char- Charlene agrees with you. They're trying to make Biden look heroic. Yes, and I think that's it. I think well, it's not easy, and I don't think this is going to work. I don't think. I don't know. You, you tell me your prediction, Chuck. If you are a betting person, which you are. Um, is this going to boost him in the polls? Neutral in the polls? Be outweighed and go even further down as the economy?
0: At this point, I don't think it's one or the other. I mean, okay. it's it's hard to know. It's hard to know. And the the po- polls are fake anyway. Um, you know, Rasmussen came up and he's up to forty five for some reason. So, but so I'm
1: down you know, to thirty nine. The, the real the Someplace else, too. So it's all all over the place. Well, so we'll see. I think, though, in the end, again, I think the thing that for me, the bottom line here is the United States under the Biden administration and the progressive left's energy policies and the rest of the world, Europe is to blame for this as well, have destroyed and handed away any strategic or bargaining power, any leverage, I guess is the right word, any leverage that we might have had. Yeah, he ought
0: to just, uh, you know, I think if Putin is just taking over And
1: and Putin is going to do that. And I think Biden then is going to turn around because in the left... The truth is what they tell each other on Twitter, right? And right. what they say on MSNBC. They don't pay any attention to what's going on in the rest of the world because we're all supposed to listen to them. And anything else, they're gonna they're gonna censor. Ben. So I think they're gonna go ahead along with Biden and declare victory and say, thank God for the United States preserving. Well, not really preserving, <laughs> not preserving More democracy, but yeah, <laughs> um, but, you know, preventing a war. So maybe we
0: can we can restore democracy to Canada pretty soon. Yeah, maybe. really? No, that's passed. That'd, that'd be a good idea. Hey, and
1: I've, we have we have Casper Stockham is going to join us. He is the keynote speaker at the Adams County um Republican Party dinner coming up on Saturday. Oh, he had texted me so we could we, talk we, to him about to that. To that. I know he we should. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this is from Charlene, but she means America still cares about heroes since Biden will soon be promoted as one. Yeah, mm-hmm. And then they'll put comma on the world tour. They're going to say she finally did something right. Um, hey, listen, guys. Um, after oh, Do we have Casper? Are you there? Yeah. I, am. Yeah, I Can you hear me? We can hear you. Um, awesome. Hey, so I was just telling Chuck, or he was just saying, hey, we got to get our own tickets to this. Um, you, you are going to be um, the keynote. Congratulations for that. You're a great speaker, the keynote speaker
2: nope. at the nope. Adams. I'm sorry, not the keynote. I'm the MC.
1: Oh, the MC, which is yeah. a much more important role. It's like <laughs> anyone can be the keynote speaker. The MC's got to keep things rolling along and keep the peace if things get rowdy. So, yes. why don't you tell, give us some facts and details and, and who all is going to be there?
2: Yes, it's going to be this Saturday evening. Um, Tina Whittington is going to be the keynote speaker. And it's the Adams County Lincoln Day Dinner, Let Freedom Swing. So we're supposed to have some dancing going on. And, of course, there's always going to be some auction items. And uh, we're going to have some fun. I'm going to try to share some pearls of wisdom during the event uh, to get the the party on track.
1: Okay. Can you want to give us a preview or... What are yeah, some, he hasn't
0: been in them
1: yet. Oh, you haven't. You haven't if you're like us, you'd be like, on the way there." What are we going to say? <laughs> what are we going to say? I have no idea. And then Chuck oh. takes my stuff. No. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, the main thing that that always uh, fascinates me about the party, and this happens every year. For the past 10 years, I've been observing the Republican Party. Every year, we complain about money, right? Yeah. And, <laughs> and we do these Lincoln Day dinners, which are good, but they never are enough to raise enough money to help all the candidates and do all the stuff we want to do. So during my uh, run as the chair, I said, you know, why doesn't uh, the party and the counties ask every, every registered Republican to donate $17.76 a month to the uh, county parties, not the state, state party, but the county parties? If we did that, each county would have enough money to do all the things that they need to do in order to win um, this coming November. There you go. Well,
1: there you go. That seems fairly reasonable, Casper. So I'm not sure that the Republican Party is ready for, <laughs> never. for that. They're never, and, and so, they're folks never are, do. for what the way it works now is you can donate, people tend to donate to the state party, and then the state party essentially sends it to establishment worthless consultants exactly. um, who then send fund worthless yeah. rhino candidates lose. Yeah. And so, <laughs> just that's my yeah. interpretation. Yeah. So, why yeah, not so so just why, go ahead?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So why would they uh, stop a good thing? Right. So that's, yeah. <laughs> that's how it normally works.
1: <laughs> and, um, and,
2: and this year, this year, supposedly we are uh, um, bringing in record money into the state party and, and watch and see how many, how much that uh, filters down uh, into the counties. Right. Well, well, well
0: KB, KBB <coughs> is the raise there and, and, uh, Priscilla Rahm is using up too much money. Isn't she?
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a for, yeah. that's an insider joke about these guys are trying to help Priscilla Rahm, the vice chair, get like for minority
0: outreach and money and, for and, minority uh, the Republican outreach. Parties refusing to do it. I mean, yeah. it's just yeah. five
2: thousand dollars she wanted. So yeah, well, for two yeah. cycle, for two two electric cycles, not not for one year. Yeah, for two <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> So that's like forty cents a day. That's like a Starbucks, right? <laughs> she could buy. She could. Well, you know, I think. So that's a very good point. Um And, you know, and the Adams County Republican Party, I think, is a bit of a bit of a rebel. um. But, you know, one thing, too, I want to ask you about. So Vicki Tonkins who's always getting slammed, had yeah. Marjorie Taylor Greene yeah. at her big last big dinner, sold the place out, standing room only, raised billions of dollars. And the, of course, the, the, the party establishment was horrified at that. Yeah. But it seems to me that if your goal is to raise because somebody in Colorado politics took a shot of them. If your goal is to raise money, it'd be like, you know, ringing Brothers Circus. I mean, you know, it's like raise money, give people what they want to see and hear. Not that the guest speaker isn't going to be great and you aren't going to be great, but it seems to me that there have been some things that the Republican Party has done, Kelly Ward, right, that's successful. And and everybody's like, oh, no, we don't want to do that. And the Republicans got to knock that off, I think.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They are are very afraid to color outside the lines, you know, and um, and this whole outreach thing is really frustrating for me because you guys have known me for a long time. I've always been talking about outreach and for some reason, the party just it, it just can't do it for some reason. And it's it's frustrating because that's where our future lies, not not with diluting the party, but with finding conservative, strong, conservative, Hispanic, black, gay, straight, you name it and bring them into the fold and and we just haven't been doing it
1: man well i'm glad you're going to mention that then <clears throat> um you may not get invited back to, well no you know joanne winholtz and those guys in adams county are great i think well, um, and We'll they get tickets well. to go. Yeah. And and yeah. I will tell people too, having been to several of these, the um we
0: were a keynote speaker one year. We, we were
1: year. a keynote speaker one year. Oh, um nice. not quite didn't fill the place up like Marjorie Taylor Green, but we could get Um yeah, and it was a year Trump is running too. So people could get their picture taken with a little giant Trump and Ronald Reagan <laughs> thing. But it and we we took our my one liberal friend was they were horrified by it. But you know, one thing <laughs> I want to say to folks, if you're thinking so, you would have to go to the Adams County Republican Party website. You can get your tickets there or their Facebook page with links there. Um, They do have their pretty decent auctions. I've been to a lot of silent auctions in my time. And they have, at least the times we've been there, they've had a pretty decent one with the kind Mm -hmm. of stuff, you know, that that you're like, oh, I could use that. And they've got, remember when we were there, there was a great, you got a whole slew of bottles of wine, which we won.
2: won, (laughs) I'm going to put the, I'm going to put the flyer in the uh, Facebook uh, um, link for the live, you know, the Facebook live link. Okay. And they can go to AdamsGOP.com to get the links to the, uh, you know, to the ticketing site. Okay. We should do that.
1: Yeah, I know. And so it's this Saturday. Is, is it going to be up there in Todd Creek or where is it going to be?
2: Oh, great question. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh,
1: It'll
2: I, be. I don't have the address in front of me. It'll I believe century it's relocated. Be... Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to be in Thornton somewhere.
1: Okay, somewhere in. okay. Okay. All right. Well, Casper, anything else, any other anything else going on in your world? Anything else you want to weigh in on here before we let you go?
2: Oh, no, you guys are doing great. I really appreciate you and stuff. And, um, yeah, just have folks come out tonight. uh, Not tonight, Saturday evening for this uh, Lincoln Day dinner. And like I said, I've got some some other stuff I'm going to share with the uh, crowd. uh, um, It's going to be a fun time. All right, All right. right, Casper, thanks
1: a lot. Congratulations. We'll see you Saturday. Take
2: care. All right. Thank you, guys.
1: All right, there we go. Let me see if we get some other quick comments there. Let's see. Oh, just in February alone from Leo, I received 16 emails from the Colorado GOP, um, offer donations, not one telling me what they're doing or why I should vote for them. Well, come on, Mama. Leo, just give us money, they say. we we'll worry about what we're going to do for you excuse me, after we see how much money we have. Um, want to switch gears a little bit. Um, and again, kind of open lines today or open commentary, 888-627-6008, 888-627-6008, the number if you want to call in. Um, anybody on Zoom, feel free to unmute yourself. But today is President's Day. Um, Rev is home. He's upstairs playing with his Oculus Quest, which I, I, you know, actually, it's kind of fun. It's sort of like video game. only he moves around. It is video games. I mean, but he moves around.
0: Uh, crashes. Because he has a little into, thing Yeah. And,
1: yeah. Um, but I wanted to play today. Something happened on this President's Day I did not anticipate. And that is, I found myself kind of agreeing with Whoopi Goldberg. Um, we She was on the uh, View this morning. I did not agree with Joy Beher, um but she was on the View this morning talking about President's Day. Hey, Thomas, if we could please play the View video
2: day what not everybody is on board with it. There's an op-ed calling to take it off the calendar
0: claiming that most people aren't even sure what they're celebrating. Used to honor Presidents Washington and Lincoln, but it expanded to all presidents depending on which state you're in. So, listen, when I was a kid, it was a holiday. Lincoln's birthday was a holiday. Washington's birthday was a
1: holiday. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Let people have their holidays. <laughs> Just leave it alone. See, y'all want to pick at everything. Leave the holidays alone. So, what are you Think about I think it's this. a good day to buy a mattress. There yes. you are. And also, uh, maybe toiletries, now that we have yeah. this, the president. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. That would be like, oh, it's Donald Trump day. Let's buy a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I don't remember what it was when we were growing up. Was it a specific? It I thought was it was one- Washingtons. No, I that's think true. when we, we were had a growing up, days.
2: we used to have when Joy and I were little, right. We had two separate days. We yep. had. Washington, I have it on the card, and we got and two days off.
1: Yeah. I and was- then they said, "Oh, that's too many days it's together. That kids <laughs> have off from school. Let's smoosh it together." Yeah. yeah. Oh, Whose so, idea was it? It's a dumb one. It was on February 21st, 1971, President Nixon issued a proclamation na- naming the holiday President's Day. Mm. Yeah, but why do you include some of these losers like Trump and Nixon? For- there you go. <laughs> Typical Joy heart. who, by the way, is wandering around New York not wearing masks while telling all the rest of us we have to. Um, you know, again, it was a political column op-ed that said, we should get rid of P- P- President's Day because because uh, they have bad presidents in it, like Trump and Lee. It's, if it's President's Day, again, the left is so... It's just so arrogant in their elitism. They forget that number one, Donald Trump was president, which means he won the election. Um, And and, 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 that was Russian. Russian. And that, you know, even when he lost the election, a significant number of people in this country like him and still like him. So for Joy to say, well, I don't like him, therefore he shouldn't even be mentioned on it, what are we going to take a vote, you know? Oh, this is from Stephen. This is true, Stephen. I know one thing Whoopi did not do under two weeks of vacation, go on a diet. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, oh, this is this is, this is is good too from Charlene. Today is installed Residence Day until a true election actually takes place. <laughs> there you go. But Chuck, is was a great ranker of presidents and he and Peter Boyles, when well, they're not arguing about the Republican Party, argue about which was the best and the worst president and things like that. So let me let you take it well,
0: away. I was about seventh grade. Uh, Arthur Schlesinger gave a book out rating presidents and, and, uh, and so, well, you know, we had, we had classes on it and stuff and, you know, they divided into, this is the one for the historians, but there are lots of others you know, who's best at public persuasion, who's crisis leadership, who's economic management, moral authority, international relations, administrative skills, all the way down to performance in the context of the time. Joe Biden. Um, Joe Biden. Not really. Um, and so you'd study all those and then you'd, you'd come to the aha moment. And the aha moment is, this is all garbage. It's
2: just,
0: it's just the it's, it's <laughs> whatever just, the book writer It's just the political views of the of the writer. I mean, everybody tends to include Washington and Abraham on the top. And I think that's right. I mean, Washington really did. He should
1: get some credit.
0: Well, a lot of credit. I mean, you know, most of the time when somebody takes power, they keep the power and they're afraid to not get it. He walked out of Washington. I'm out of here. Goodbye. Have fun. Don't bother me ever again. And so he established the fact that you just wouldn't hang on to power until somebody overthrew you. And Abraham Lincoln led us through the greatest crisis in the the history of the republic and and kept it together. So those make sense. After that, it's B.S. <laughs> Usually, they when I was doing it when I was a kid, they had Franklin Roosevelt, who was a disaster for the for most of his term. He extended the depression. He had massive government programs. Um, he got us into World War II. But but other I, than that, other than that, um, and so then then they always have lots of others. You used to have. Woodrow Wilson way up there, because Democrats love big government. Anybody increases government is there and they love wars. So anything that, that he's in a war, you know, he was a bigot. Uh he killed civil liberties. Um, he was just a disgraceful moral degenerate. Um and and luckily So you I wouldn't suppose, rate him up
1: that high. Well,
0: he's been he's dropped. People <laughs> have been dropping. And then another people who have dropped a lot are, are people like Jackson. Nobody likes Jackson anymore. And you quickly find out why the politics or everything. I mean, all the all the presidents from Jefferson on were called Democrat Republicans. And you kind of go, Well, what's what's that? You know, and they go, Oh, well, they're Democrats. See, it's called Democrat <laughs> Republicans. So, and so back when they used to like Jefferson and Jackson, you'd have Jefferson Jackson Day dinners and, ah. and and all of that to the Democratic Party. But actually, the people in their time called themselves Republicans. They did not call themselves Democratic Republicans. Every once in a while, to To differentiate from the tyrannical Republicans in France, they do a small d. But it allowed them to say these are Democrats and the Democrat Party goes back to Jefferson. Well, it's all garbage. Um, You can call them the first Republicans and and Lincoln would be the second Republican Party. But they decided we'll just make the name and... Put Democrat in front of it, and yeah, we'll find one or two references where they did it I a small D, and there it is, and they're right. they're Democrats.
1: Well, now if you're a Democrat, you can't have really any kind of dinner anymore because it's so confusing and it changes.
0: Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I, I, I know. when you want to get a Thernberg, Thernberg. But one of the persons who has skyrocketed in, in in the academic worlds is Dwight Eisenhower. And when we were started, well, Dwight because Eisenhower.
1: Democrats like war now.
0: Well, he wasn't so bad. They, they like he didn't do anything.
1: But he was a general, Uh, right?
0: He was a general, but we're talking about as not as as World War II commander, but as president. And they liked the fact that he didn't really get rid of any of the New Deal programs. And so when Kennedy uh, Johnson came in, they could just ratchet up the social and ratchet again. Um, What they do hate, the academics do hate, are limited government people, by and large. And so... Um, because they
1: tend to cut grants and things like that, yeah, and, they tend <laughs> and to academic pension plans and things like that. Successful,
0: happy small governments. And so, Warren G. Harding did a tremendous job. Ended the depression that came after World War One. Got rid of all the incredible silver liberty restrictions that that uh, Wilson put on. Great president Coolidge. Great president. They're both rated toward the bottom. Of, of the presidential scales. And to me, there's only two things that you can really rate on. All the rest is just garbage that they throw in there. One, how how, how happy was it to live in those times? Did they promote the well-being of the country or did it come, overcome great adversities at least? Um, and so at least Eisenhower was a happy time, you know, the yeah. fabulous 50s, roaring 20s. Those are presidents who at least at happy times in, involved in them and some overcame uh, enormous crises
1: that's the academics calling chuck now yeah Here. well I, I think in one thing too it's kind of when you look at the rankings and things that i mean there's besides having just standards change and what matters changes that the times change so much too what about obama where t- i would have thought they would stick him way at the top yeah, anymore.
0: He's, he's in the top 10 or 15 um, although it was a pretty disastrous president's people were not happy when he was president. The
1: Bushes, either the, one.
0: Yeah, the, they middle rank, the Bushes. Okay. Um, but Trump is at the bottom, uh, third, or fourth, <laughs> and bottom. That's ridiculous, right? I mean, so mean had a great a,
1: economy. A I great mean,
0: economy, great trade, energy independence, everything else. He's and a great economy
1: the, for minorities across the board, not just a great economy for, for, you know, white men, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: not just white men. And so he's rated fourth from the bottom. Um, And that's that's sort of typical. I mean, it's a political process. Now, there's some presidents who were were just there for a little while, a few days. I mean, Harrison died, you know, after 20 days after the inauguration and other people killed and died. But just to know that it is a political rating of, of ones and the ones I'd put at the top, the ones who limited government. People are happy, did not increase the bureaucratic state. Um and and compass great things for the country and the country is better off for them being there. But that's not anything <laughs> how they rate it. They just rate it, you know, relations Well
1: and it becomes such a thing, right? As we get rid of we get rid of, you know, this statue and this name, then we have to call things other things. You know, I think, though, on one hand, I do agree with Whoopi. It's like when I was a kid in school, it's like that. And when I was working, right, and you'd get a comp day for working the holiday. Holidays are good in general. It's sort of like I always was surprised at the people who would be mad at the company and weren't going to go to the company Christmas party. I'm like, well, it is free food and booze. And sometimes you get a little ornament or something. It's like if you're mad at them, you might as well go and get the free booze and the free food. Right. So you're only you're hurting if you don't do that. Same thing with holidays. Um, And I think it's stupid to say we shouldn't have President's Day because I think, and this is what gets lost and with the left anymore, right? But the fact is, tell me what you think of this. I think whoever and however good or bad, ethical, unethical, they are, it, it, it is a tough job, and there are these guys do stand up. And they, you know, granted, they get a lot out of it. But what I mean, though, is I think it is important as a country to recognize and to sort of take some time out to just recognize the office and the significance of the office and 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 just recognize that and say that. I mean, it's you know, well, it's- I,
0: I think it should go back to what it was before, which was Washington's birthday. He's the founding <laughs> father of the country um he's the one who walked be out of office Chuck, that's
1: not well
0: tough you know <laughs> and mm-hmm. and you know he's the one person who, who really did start the republic off in the right direction it used to be a huge holiday in denver i mean washington's day was enormous parade now we parties. can't even have
1: columbus day now but st patrick's day is back oh that's good maybe we could kind uh, of wrap but, but then, know, then, they had,
0: they... then they had to add lincoln mm-hmm. every kind of, you, know, you didn't have to add lincoln as wonderful as lincoln is you didn't have to have it then you didn't have to to make it all presidents, which makes it meaningless. It ought to be Washington's birthday. We ought to celebrate huh? the founding father. And because at least, you know, you're celebrating. You're not celebrating 45 different people uh, up and down the thing. I mean, it's just you, one so more you do You, don't, you don't
1: agree with me? Well, yeah, really. I mean, you don't agree with me that, that just celebrating the office itself?
0: No, I think okay. you ought to celebrate the founder <laughs> of the country. Um, the office of itself has been both abused and and enhanced, um, so it's good and bad. Um,
1: well, and maybe they could take the time off and and make it like get rid of what is it we want to get rid of daylight savings time or keep whatever get rid of the time changing. They mm-hmm. could, if you're president, you could go that's ahead and do Nixonian that. Another
0: Nixonian deal. Talk about a lousy president.
1: <laughs> so you're saying Joe Bihar is right? They yeah. shouldn't. Um, here's this is from Charlene. It's just another excuse for a federal holiday. No, I agree, Charlene. And that's um, a,
0: but that's a good thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Every not, day not. <laughs> that
0: those bureaucrats do not work is another good day for this country. And I honestly mean that. Uh, yeah, The less days they work, the better the off. The better we off. So we
1: should maybe have more national holidays. Yeah. Although there isn't trash pickup, and that becomes kind of a problem. Because well, you're always uh, are like, do I take the trash out today or not? Because it's hard to know.
0: Well, that's nothing to do with federal.
1: <laughs> well, no, I mean, some days it is. That's what I'm saying. It's hard to know. Is this a, is this a holiday or not a holiday? Well, Th- these are the to, concerns. The well, <laughs> you can tell who takes the garbage out at our house, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chuck. No, I'm kidding. I'm Thank kidding. You. Um, a couple other things I wanted to mention. We're kind of getting close to the end. Um, the Olympics were a disaster. Thank God they're over
0: and I didn't watch a moment of the Olympics except I was at a bar. And Ben noticed that I was I was
2: looking at a <laughs> ski thing. You're watching it. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no,
0: like, no, no, I'm no, watching, not the watching the Olympics.
1: It. I'm not watching it. No, it was a ratings disaster all around. The only skater
0: um, I know is a Russian skater who came in fourth and fell down. And the Chinese American Gu or Lu Yu, uh, who, who decided, became a skier, became a skier in the U.S. But no, it yeah, wasn't a Russian. See, you, you can tell
1: you Russian, didn't watch like it. Chinese, 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 yes, Chinese, Chinese skater. Chinese. Oh well, there was no, some. No,
0: she was a no Russian skater came in fourth. Chinese American came in first, but represented china and not the united states
1: right right which is all goofy and then in the meantime i think it's that's funny it. I mean, normally they were I... covering it from connecticut or wherever they were which is kind of weird um we could have covered the olympics we could have been olympic correspondents to yeah, get right yeah. down to it that was a disaster on the plus side <clears throat> um trump's truth social and, and i'm not on all the technical things launch today i think is probably not Quite the word. You can today download the Truth Social app, not on your computer, apparently, just right now on your iPhone. Um, we launched, we, we signed up, I think we'll be at Chuck and Julie. Um, as far as I can tell right now, you we're can't... We're second on the list. Yeah, we're second on the list. As far as I can tell right now... What are we on the list? Um, well, we're at 212,000.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. the twos. Well, I knew the but twos what I want to say there.
1: about this, is I think this is going to be good, and I think they were smart about this. It quickly rose within a matter of hours to be the number one download on an um, Apple, which is the only place you can download it right now. The mainstream lame mainstream media is trying to make a big deal that it's like, there's a wait list and you can't sign up and you can't do that. As I understand it, that was a deliberate and smart decision on their part. Mm-hmm. Rather than see, remember what happened to Gab and Parler right. when Twitter started censoring everybody, and everybody went over there, their systems crashed. I so I think rather and and you they know they're going to be hacked, right? So rather than having it crash, what they've done is I think they've created their own queue. So when you go to sign up, you don't go. I don't think to the site. itself. well, yeah, this is the computery stuff. You don't go to the site itself. Yeah, it's all loose. Um You go. I think into a separate thing and then they've said they want to have it up and fully operational i think they said by the end of
0: march i mean i
1: think it's brilliant on their part it's like get people signed up i think they're going to slowly start having posts and things like that and i think they've been smart about it realizing they're going to be attacked they're going to be hacked you know that the bad apples out there are going to do everything they can
0: including the u.s government
1: including the u.s government i for one i think will totally get off of twitter when it comes out. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, screw Twitter. Um, They shadow ban you. They do everything anyway. And I think it's going to be kind of funny because I think all of those lefts who have their own section of trolls and things yeah, like that right, and yeah. their own little snowflake protective cocoons, right? right. right? They're going to have to follow true social to see what Trump is saying. Right. 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 And then, but they're, they're going to be the ones trolled and they're not going to be safe anymore, Chuck. It's going to be, very, be, dangerous. be very dangerous. Very dangerous for them. Not safe
0: for those little awful ones No, uh
1: uh-uh. Let's see what else. Um, now I know why I didn't get my password yet. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's my understanding of the way it works. And, and because you read on the left, oh, you're getting the error message. You can't sign in. You, I mean, I could. I just did. I could not. Let me put it this way. I could not sign in on my computer. But that's after I read the little fine line. It said the app is you can't download it on mm-hmm. your computer. You can only download it on your iPhone. Um, and then it sent me.
0: Well, if you have an Android?
1: They're working on that. Oh. One app at a time. So you what I did, it's just for those of you who are trying to do it, I could go in, I could, so I've signed up for it. Then they sent me an email and I had to confirm the email and then I could go back in and log in. And I just, you know, create your, like I said, at Chuck and Julie, and then you set your own password. And then it said, thank you. We're not, you're not a number to us. You're like 212,000th on the waiting list. And we're gonna get this up and running, you know, in steps, basically. And again, as I understand it, that's what they want to do because they knew it would crash both because of the sheer volume and also just because of the attacks. Well, if he actually
0: does get a whole social network going, it'll it'll be a game changer.
1: Oh, I think so too. I think so too. Um, This is from Jacob. Um, truth social is probably going to slow catch somebody who wants to hack the system. Exactly right. I mean, again, I'm not a computer expert, but that's kind of, I'm not, that may shock some people, but (laughs) that's kind of my understanding. So you're not actually getting into like the site, right? The actual server kind of thing. I think they have a stopgap thing here and they're taking that slow and that's what they
2: Coming on. Train, train.